everybody, and welcome back to I Just Want to Talk About the Bible. If this is your first time joining us, then let me just welcome you and say that I'm very glad that you're here. My name is Christian Keeter, and I live in the southeast of the United States of America with my amazing, beautiful, godly wife, Lacey, and our two wonderful daughters, Felicity and Serenity. Now, before even getting into the content of this uh, episode, let me just point out something that you have probably noticed already, and that's that the audio quality in this episode is slightly lesser than in other episodes. And so I just wanted to point that out before even progressing. The thing is, uh, I am currently recording this podcast uh, at an office uh, that, that someone is graciously letting me use. And I came here and I started setting up all my stuff. And I got out my microphone and I realized I'd forgotten one small adapter at home. <laughs> and isn't that just how it goes sometimes? You just the, the, the smallest piece can just uh, interfere with the whole thing. So I realized, well, I can either try to go home, then come back here, waste a bunch of time, and maybe, I don't know, even not end up recording it. Or who knows what would happen if I tried to go back and forth. Or I could just record it on my phone as I used to um, a long time ago before I got the nicer microphone. And I thought, you know... People don't come to listen to this podcast to hear a good audio file. I don't think anybody out there is like, you know what, let me let me pull up, you know, I just want to talk about the Bible just so I can listen to a good audio file. It's like, no, I believe that you guys are here because you want to encounter the Lord. You want to hear the Bible taught. And that can be done with excellent audio or just kind of with, you know, not quite as excellent. And while I want to do everything excellently in this situation, it seemed best to me just to continue to teach, continue to share what God has shown me instead of honestly kind of missing the whole point by delaying and not teaching just to try to make uh, a higher quality audio. So next time in the next episode, we should be back to normal with that. And having said that, like I said, I'm recording this on, on my phone. There might It might pick up some additional background noise. And for that, I'm sorry. I, I really hope it's not too distracting. The, the microphone I use is kind of really good actually about drowning some of that stuff out and just focusing on just the speaker, the one who's talking into the microphone. So all of that, just wanted to say that at the outset, just as a disclaimer, um, to point out a potential elephant in the room. So having said that, let's talk about the Bible. So wisdom, wisdom is something that we've talked about in, uh, on this podcast quite a bit, and especially recently, uh, there's been a few episodes um, not too long ago that we focused on different facets of wisdom. And I'm just going to point something out, and that's I'm just like every single one of you listening to this podcast right now. And, and what I mean is we all have questions that we'd like answers to. We all need direction from the Lord. We all need wisdom to know what we should do in a circumstance, what we shouldn't do, how we should handle something. And we also just need wisdom from the from the angle of having God's perspective on a matter. So we all need wisdom, and we all have things that we would you know, we're asking the Lord to answer and to show us. So a few days ago, a couple days ago, this was on the 18th, I believe it was, and today's the 21st. I was sitting and just spending some time with the Lord, and I'm just going to actually read to you something I wrote in my journal, and this will serve as the springboard for the rest of our conversation, because there's just one specific thing I really want to highlight and place before you guys, because it was very encouraging and impactful to me, and um, and I believe it will be for you too. So this is what I wrote in my journal. I was just praying and asking the Lord for wisdom, and I think he showed me something wonderful. He's promised to give wisdom, so when I ask, I need to truly be confident that he will give it. I can rest in that assurance. It's a guarantee. 
However, I've wanted that wisdom same day or same week. There is no guarantee of when it will come or how it will come. The guarantee is simply that it will come. Good things come to those who wait. So if I'm asking God for wisdom in a matter and he hasn't given it to me yet, then I just need to wait for the Lord. I shouldn't make a move. I must not become impatient. If I don't wait for the Lord, then I will just be doing what is right in my own eyes. And so that's the the end of the entry. So like I said, the Lord has promised to give wisdom if we ask for it. And where am I getting this? I'm getting this from, you know, lots of places, but a passage that we've discussed a lot, James 1, 5 through 8 says this, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach and it will be given him. But let him ask in faith with no doubting for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. For that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. And that's the end of the passage. And so here we have this promise. We have this promise. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given him. But let him ask in faith with no doubting, for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. And so what are the requirements for, for getting wisdom according to this verse? Ask and ask in faith. And so ask believing that he will answer. And I'm not going to talk about all that because, like I said, we spent quite a bit of time already talking about all of this. And you can go back and listen to the podcast episodes that begin with uh, the titles have wisdom series in the title, and in those episodes we talk about wisdom and this passage and other passages that are relevant to this. So I'm not planning on reteaching all of that. But having said that, I reread that passage just to illustrate the fact that God has promised to give wisdom. He has promised to give wisdom to those who ask and to those who believe. But let them ask in faith, it says in verse 6. Um, Proverbs chapter 2 is another place that I want to very quickly... Um, Flip over to, um, sorry, let me just flip here. So Proverbs chapter two, I'm just going to read some of the verses. We'll see how far we go. Beginning in verse one, my son, if you receive my words and treasure up my commandments with you, making your ear attentive to wisdom and inclining your heart to understanding. Yes. If you call out for insight and raise your voice for understanding, if you seek it like silver and search for it as for hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk in integrity, guarding the paths of justice and watching over the way of his saints. Then you will understand righteousness and justice and equity, every good path. For wisdom will come into your heart and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Discretion will watch over you. Understanding will guard you. Delivering you from the way of evil, from men of perverted speech, who forsake the paths of uprightness to walk in the ways of darkness, who rejoice in doing evil and delight in the perverseness of evil, men whose paths are crooked and who are devious in their ways. And that was Proverbs chapter 2, 1 through 15. But do you hear that? In there is the same sort of promise for wisdom and understanding and knowledge, discretion, all these things. So we see that the Lord gives wisdom. He gives wisdom. And so this is, again, I'm not trying to reteach something I've already taught. We've already laid this groundwork, but the, but the hopefully unique contribution of this episode, in addition to those, is what was the facet that the Lord showed me, which is, okay, he's promised that it will come. He's promised he will give wisdom. My issue has been that I've kind of placed a time limit on when that wisdom will come. Like I wrote in the journal entry, there's no, uh, there is no guarantee of when it will come or how it will come. The guarantee is simply that it will come. And so, for me, I mean, let's let's be honest. Let's be let's be real right now. 
we pray for wisdom or we ask God to show us again. Let me, let me word this differently because we may not use those exact words, you know, Lord, give me wisdom, um, while we're asking him, but we all do this, um, because what we're doing is we're saying, Lord, please show me what to do. God, should I do this? Should I do that? When we're asked God for any direction or anything like that, we're asking for wisdom. We ask him to show us something or give us a broader perspective or help us to understand something. We're asking for wisdom. We're asking him to show us his will. We're asking for wisdom. All of these things fall under the, the umbrella of asking for wisdom. And so for me, it's almost like, well, I prayed two days ago. Why don't I know what to do? You know, or why hasn't the answer become clear? And I don't know if you're like me, but if you are, and it's almost like, I don't know, I found myself becoming discouraged, discouraged if I see, um, not if I, if I don't see progress like each and every day in the way that I would like to, I, uh, I was talking to my wife, Lacey about this recently. And I was like, you know, I think I'm without realizing, expecting to see like major breakthroughs each and every day. <laughs> and, uh, and I, and I think that some of that possibly comes out of being impatient. And so, like I said, there's no guarantee how or when it will come, just that it will come. And that confidence should cause us to slow down. And if we have asked God for wisdom and he hasn't shown us yet, it's not because he's not holding up his end of the deal. He is holding up his end of the deal. We just need to wait. We need to pause. We need to slow down. I have um, been listening recently to, it's called the Emotionally Healthy Leader Podcast by Pete Scazzaro. And I haven't listened to too much of it, but I've really been blessed by some of the things that he said. And... Earlier in this the same journal entry, so earlier the same day, I had been writing, uh, or just kind of consolidating some notes that I took while listening to his podcast. And this is uh, this is something that I wrote here. I wrote, "If I want to know God's will, I have to come to a place of indifference. How open am I, really, to do whatever God wants?" I have to slow down with decision-making. I have to slow down and listen for God. Quick decisions lead to big mistakes. I have to radically do God's will. And in this, in that little short paragraph there, uh, where we're touching on another important facet of asking God for, for wisdom, which is this. When we ask him for wisdom, we need to preemptively decide to obey. And so we have to do our very best to get our heart into this place of saying, Lord, please show me what to do because I want to obey. Not, Lord, please show me what to do so I can decide whether or not I will obey. No, 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 that's not what we need to do. We need to say, I'm going to obey. I've decided in advance I want to obey God. I'm surrendered. Like, um, like uh, Pete said, talk about getting to that place of indifference. And what it's meant by indifference is, of course, not emotional detachment. That's no, that's not it at all. What is meant is just obviously surrender to whatever the Lord says. So figuratively, if you're at a fork in the road and the Lord says, go to the right, then okay. Or if he says, go to the left, then okay. Or if he says, turn around and go back the way that you came because you shouldn't even be at this fork in the road in the first place, then okay. Or if there's some fourth option, then okay. The point being made is that we got to come to a place where we're surrendered. And we're asking God for wisdom, so we're, that's that's an important thing. But what I wanted to draw on is what, um, what he said, which was quick decisions lead to big mistakes. And honestly, um, to my great delight, in that podcast, he also uh, quoted Pippin from Lord of the Rings. Peregrine took in the book where uh, Pippin says, "Shortcuts make long delays." which has actually always been a quote since I read Lord of the Rings uh, that I've really liked. Uh, Shortcuts make long delays. Very insightful. So here's the thing. We ask, what we do sometimes is we ask God for wisdom and he doesn't show us what to do 
as fast as we think he should. And so maybe we just kind of give up and say, well, I'm not going to keep asking for wisdom because I asked once or twice or maybe for a week and I haven't heard anything. God didn't show me. So we then just start making decisions. And here's the danger of that. When we start making decisions, when we haven't heard from the Lord in a matter, that's called doing what's right in our own eyes. And doing what's right in our own eyes, and I'm speaking collectively like as the human race, when, when humans do what is right in their own eyes, it, it, it doesn't typically go to, to good places. In fact, uh, I, I wasn't planning on, on doing, uh, quoting this, but uh, my, my church has actually just been going through books of the Bible and doing overviews of just various books of the Bible. Um, it's a series called Binge the Bible. Um, and we talked about Judges a few weeks ago. And the book of Judges, the, the, the way the book ends, is kind of almost like the, the summary of the entire book. And so the very final verse in the book of Judges, Judges twenty one twenty five says, In those days there was no king in Israel. Everyone did what was right in his own eyes. And so, you know, if you read the book of Judges, you realize that that entailed a lot of awful, horrible things. When people do what's right in their own eyes, a lot of you know, destruction follows. And so we don't necessarily think like this. We don't necessarily think that we're doing this. But when we ask God for wisdom, we don't have any clear sense of direction from the Lord. And I'll, I'll talk a minute about how that direction can come. It's not going to be exhaustive, but I'll touch on some of the main ways. But when that wisdom does not come, uh, at least in the time that we think it should, then we start making decisions. We start making decisions about what is right in our own eyes. We start making decisions based on our emotions or what seems good to us. And you can see how that would cause some, that could cause a lot of problems. And you don't, you know, this isn't even hypothetical. We've all done this. We've all done this where it's like we pray and ask the Lord for wisdom. He doesn't answer as quickly as we would like. We make a decision. Then in retrospect, we're like, no, not the best course of action. Even if it seemed good at the moment, even if it seemed reasonable, um, even if it seemed spiritual at the moment, after the fact, you realize, mm, no, wish I had just slowed down, wish I just slowed down. And so, in fact, one thing that somebody says, and this is just marginally relevant, and I'll, so I'll include it here, but someone um, that I know and really respect, one thing he says is, and I think I've probably shared this in the podcast before, but when he says, when emotions are high, the best thing to do is nothing. And so that's very much, you know, relevant to this as well. We're asking the Lord to show us something. It's like, just, we can just pause and we can slow down. We can wait for the Lord to show us and we can, you know, not rush him. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 is um, a really famous passage of scripture that a lot of people love. And for great reason, it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make straight your paths. Now, this verse doesn't use, this passage is two verses here, it doesn't use the word wisdom at all. And yet it very much describes what we've been talking about. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart, but then what? And do not lean on your own understanding. When we start acting in our own wisdom, when we start doing what's right in our own eyes, and we start trusting in our own wisdom, that is called leaning on our own understanding. That's what we're doing. We're leaning on our own understanding, but... But here it says, in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. So this thing of asking God for wisdom is not just like this. It's, it's supposed to be, it's supposed to color our entire lives. Asking God for wisdom, asking him to help us to understand, asking him to show us, to lead us, to guide us, to tell us what to do in a scenario. That is supposed to not be just an act. It's supposed to be a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. 
And so with this, with this topic, what we're talking about, pausing and asking the Lord to give us wisdom, like I said, we need to surrender to do whatever he says for us to do. But the very act of acknowledging him in all of our ways is an act of surrender in and of itself. It's an act of meekness and humility. It's an act of trust. Because it's acknowledging that we need help. It's coming before the Lord and saying, please show me what to do. It's coming before him saying, I don't have the right answers. And we know that as Jesus says, whoever exalts himself will be humbled and whoever humbles himself will be exalted in Matthew 23, 12. And so this is, this is an application of that. This is a, um, actually doing this is an act of submission, surrender, humbling oneself and so on. Psalm 27, 14 is another verse that I wrote down in my journal that's relevant to this. It says, wait for the Lord, be strong, and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. But the theme of waiting for the Lord is a very important important theme that's uh, repeated in a lot of places in the scriptures. But let me just give you one example. Um, I actually touched on this briefly in the last podcast episode of what it looks like when we don't wait for the Lord. When we end up doing what is kind of right in our own eyes. Um, when we don't, when we're not patient, because that's what we're talking about here. We're talking about being patient. You remember the issue, you can read about this in Genesis 16, Abraham and Sarah, um, originally Abram and Sarai, and uh, were their names, and they um, they were promised a son. God promised them a son, and they were unable to have children, and years and years go by. And as time goes by, they still don't have a son right? They still don't have a child. So they decide to try to fulfill um, the plan and promise of God, but in the power of the flesh. And so we know the story. Um, They had an Egyptian slave named Hagar, and uh, Sarah suggested that Abraham sleep with her, and Hagar gets pregnant and gives birth to Ishmael. But Ishmael was not the child of promise. Isaac was going to be, and Sarah herself was going to give birth. And we know that there were all sorts of, all sorts of strife and all sorts of heartache and, and trouble that came as a result of that incident. And so what I'm suggesting is this. When we rush this, when we don't wait for the Lord, and we don't slow down and wait for him to give us the wisdom, the perspective, and we don't just wait to hear from him, we are in danger of doing the exact same thing that Abraham and Sarah did. And so do you see what I mean? We are in danger of doing the exact same thing that they did in that scenario, which, which is not good. That produced, like I said, a lot of heartache, a lot of strife, um, just really a lot of suffering in many, in many ways. And so that's what we're in danger of doing whenever we don't slow down and wait for the Lord just to show us, to give us wisdom, to speak to us. So this is something else that's kind of cool. So I wrote all of that, like I said, on the 18th. So the next day at church, there were a few notes that I jotted down from the sermon. And these are just the notes that I jotted down. I'm not going to worry about giving you the context so much right now just because um, I, I just want to share with you the, the principles that were shared. And these are some of the things I wrote down. The right thing at the wrong time is the wrong thing. We are an impatient people. We want it and we want it now. We need to wait to have the Lord's blessing. And then I quoted my pastor. He said, he said this exactly. He said, I don't know what you're rushing right now, but if you rush it, you'll ruin it. 
And so underneath, uh, underneath that, I wrote, this is irrelevant. This is right on, right on track with exactly what the Lord was showing me the very night before about waiting, slowing down. We ask for wisdom and we just pause. We wait. We wait for him to show us. And he will because he's promised he will. He's promised that he'll give wisdom to those who ask and to those who ask in faith. You know, believe that he will, uh, that he will give this wisdom. And so, like I said, I don't know about you. I have a long list of things. I have a long list of, uh, it's ever growing. And each of the points just kind of has sub points underneath it. Um, as far as just things I need wisdom for. So even just for example, let me, just being real, you know, I try to record these podcasts and upload them consistently and regularly. And there's something that's very important to me. I feel called of the Lord to do this. I think he's, I think he's called me to teach and I want to cooperate with that calling. But guys, sometimes, you know, it, it, it gets close to when I need, when I'm going to upload a, an episode and I'm like, I'm not sure what I want to talk about. And I, I can feel stressed out. I can feel anxious about that and not know what the right thing to do. I need wisdom. I need wisdom to know what to talk about. And, um, you know, it's generally what I end up sharing with you guys is what the Lord has been showing and teaching me because I believe that if it had, you know, if it had, if he, if he used it in my life, then he'll use it in yours too. If it had power in my life, it'll have power in yours as well because it's not just from my head, but it's from the Holy Spirit. So um, that's just one example. It's like, well, Lord, what do I need? You know, what should I talk about? And so, like I said, I have, and that's just one item in, in a long list. And uh, I know that you have a long list. Even if you don't realize you have a long list, you have a long list of areas where you where you would love to have wisdom from the Lord to know the right thing. And some of them are you know, are small and, I mean, not hugely substantial things. It could be small things, um, you know, knowing whether or not you should go attend some event, if you should um, take that time just to stay home and rest, or, you know, just a simple, like, day-to-day stuff like that. But then there's bigger stuff, um, like if you're moving somewhere, where you should move if you're going to college. You know, think of these big decisions. And so there are, there's just really big decisions that we need God's wisdom for as well. And so my point is that this covers a huge span of questions that we need answers to. So there's a couple more um, points that I want to address. And the first is this. What about, um, well, how? How will the wisdom come? And I can't necessarily, like I said, I can't say exactly how it'll come, just that it will come. And so one thing that um, I have been trying to incorporate more of, and, you know, I mentioned Pete Scazzaro's podcast already. I got this, um, not exclusively from him. Obviously, I've heard other people talking about this sort of thing um, from other places, but just being still before the Lord. Not necessarily praying. Well, I guess praying, but not necessarily doing a lot of talking, just being still in his presence, just being silent even, just being still and silent and aware of his presence and, and listening for anything that he would want to say to my heart, just sitting there listening. And of course, we know that we have passages like Psalm 4610 that says, be still and know that I am God. I'll be exalted among the nations. I'll be exalted in the earth. And so, you know, whenever we're in those places, you know, this is kind of putting ourselves in a position to just hear directly from him to our hearts. And it's kind of hard to describe the process necessary or uh, the experience necessarily, but, but you know, when this has happened probably where you just feel like the Lord has really said something to your heart, it, it could come in the form of like an impression or a thought, 
and um, you just feel like that was from the Lord. Now, let me just say, just because you have a thought or impression during prayer doesn't mean that it's automatically from God, so that doesn't mean you should necessarily go and immediately start making a bunch of decisions based off of every single solitary thing that you think and feel during prayer, but the Lord will absolutely speak to our hearts during prayer, and we should really seek that and, and desire that because that's so special and uh, transformative. A word from the Lord changes everything. And so just sitting there and listening, asking him to speak to us and, you know, and seeking that. Additionally, um, he may take a passage from his word and apply it just in a very, uh, just to that circumstance. He may remind you of something the scripture says. And because uh, again, you know, the, the Lord it's his word. He's not going to contradict his word. And by the way, whenever you're, you know, weighing out these kind of internal impressions, that's one of the questions you need to ask is, well, what does the Bible say about that? And that will help you as well confirm whether or not it was the Lord speaking to you or just some rogue thought or something else like that. You want to always compare it to the word. Additionally, the Lord may very well give you wisdom through other people. Which is something, again, I've talked about in this podcast. It's very important to have other people in our lives that we're talking to and that we're asking to pray for us and that we're seeking counsel from. If you don't have somebody who mentors you, who disciples you, who comes alongside you to help you in your walk with Jesus, and that's something you should actively be praying and asking the Lord to bring you. Somebody who is further along than you in their walk with the Lord and saying, Lord, just who can encourage you because the Lord will... I, I can just speak from personal experience. The Lord has spoken to me, has comforted me, has encouraged me, has motivated me, has challenged me through mentors and people who have discipled me. We need that. We need to seek that out. We need to actively pray that the Lord brings us those people. Proverbs twelve fifteen says, the way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man listens to advice. And so why am I going through all these things? I'm just giving you examples of potential ways that wisdom could come. It could come directly to your heart through prayer, like I just talked about. Um, you could, uh, the Lord could bring to your memory a passage of scripture that's really relevant to the scenario that you're in that you're like, oh, well, I, I know what I need to do now. Because some stuff is obvious. I mean, if you're, and some things are very, very obvious. If somebody has wronged us and we're like, Lord, should I forgive that person? Then yes, we should forgive that person. The Bible says that plainly for example. Um, additionally, we know that we could find wisdom from um, other godly people, trusted other godly people who just have experience and have insight. And also, um, sometimes the Lord can confirm his will through circumstances. As you're praying for the Lord to do something, as certain doors close and others open, the Lord can very much corroborate his will through those. And so we should take, be taking all of these things into consideration. I talked about that last one quite a bit in the episode called Connect the Dots, uh, which was, um, I believe, part of the Wisdom series as well. I'll put, a, um, I'll put more information about that in the podcast description. And so those are just some ways. It's not an exhaustive list, but those are some of the big ways that I've experienced in my own life. And, um, and so the last thing I want to talk about in today's episode is just the component of time. Because while we definitely need to be patient and seek the Lord. Like I said, it could be days, could be weeks, could be months before we get the wisdom, depending on the decision. And there's so many components of it that we don't understand. But there are things that we need wisdom for pretty quickly. We find ourselves in scenarios where it's like, okay, I need wisdom concerning something that's going to happen this afternoon, for example, just hypothetically speaking. What then? Because then we don't have weeks or months. We only have part of a day. So what do we do then? Well, first I would say that God's promise for wisdom in James 1, 5 through 6 still stands. That if we ask for wisdom 
and believe that we'll receive it, that he'll give it to us. And he understands that we're in time. He understands that we are constrained by time. And uh, he understands that if we have the answer tomorrow, it's too late for an issue for today. And so first off, let's just acknowledge that the Lord understands that. But I would just say for something pertaining for this, af- like for this afternoon, for example, this is what I would suggest you do. And I think if you do this, it'll become pretty clear. Um, do your best to get to a place where you can be still and quiet for even just a few minutes. I mean, I understand that days are busy, but just kind of withdraw if you can just for a few minutes. Get alone with the Lord and pray and ask for wisdom for this matter. Bring it before him and ask him to show you what to do. And then just sit there in silence, just in his presence for a few minutes. Just asking him to show you. Um, Just opening up a space specifically dedicated to listen for his response. And he may very well answer it right there on the spot. If you still don't necessarily feel like you have a clear sense of direction from the Lord on this, what I would also encourage you to do is to, and honestly, I don't, I'm not, I think you should do this period. What I'm about to say, I think it'd be good to do this in conjunction with that first step anyways, but first ask the Lord for wisdom. Second, see what his word has to say about this. You can Google search, what does the Bible say about blank? And one of the first things that's going to pop up is going to be openbible.info. And it's going to list out a bunch of scriptures about whatever topic you typed in. And see what the Bible says about that. Because sometimes it'll become very clear. Sometimes God has clearly said something in his word. And when you see it, you'll say, oh, well, there's the answer to my question. I should not do X, Y, or Z, or I should do X, Y, or Z. It's just abundantly clear. Psalm 119, 105 um, says, for, or it says, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. It's a pretty popular verse. And so you do that. And then I'll still encourage you to invite other people into this and ask for their prayers and their wisdom. Kind of like we were talking about a minute ago, they need to be godly. They need to love the Lord and they need to be concerned with his will and, um, and what he wants. And, uh, like it says in Psalm one, Psalm 1, 1 through 2, it says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. So notice it says, who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. You need to ask advice from godly people, people who love the Lord. And by asking uh, other people for their prayers and their advice, it's actually... Uh, it's humbling. It's, it's bringing other people in because the Lord may be doing more than just giving you wisdom in this scenario. He may actually be uh, developing you in, in other ways as well. And so I would say that if you would be willing to stop and pray and listen, survey what the scriptures say about this, and then ask other people you know, for their advice and prayer. These are the exact things I talked about just a minute ago. And then just look at the circumstances. Again, circumstances will sometimes kind of make it clear whether or not we should or shouldn't do something if if we're looking at them the right way. And that should give you the answer that you need. Um, I think one of the biggest time uh, biggest things is just giving time to seeking wisdom. Um, you know, a lot of times we want wisdom, but we don't actually spend time to ask for it. And, you know, James 1 says, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God. Asking is one of the prerequisites for receiving that wisdom. But I want us to stay close to the actual thing that the Lord, I feel like, really showed me. And so just to just to kind of go back to the very beginning, to loop back all the way around here, what is it 
He has promised to give wisdom. He will give it to those who ask in faith. He will give you wisdom. I don't know how or when. That's not what is stated. What is just simply stated is that it will come, and we can rest in that assurance. Good things come to those who wait. And so if we don't wait for that wisdom to come, and we act on our own, we're just acting on our emotions, or we're doing what's right in our own eyes, and that will probably lead to mistakes. And so we just need to pause, otherwise we'll make the same mistake that Abraham and Sarah did. And we need to get into a place of surrender. And so if you do this, and the Lord is going to, the Lord will give that wisdom. And this should really encourage you. And this should actually make you feel free. This should make you feel like the burden is coming off your shoulder, that you're transferring the burden from yourself to him because you can honestly say, I've asked God for wisdom. I've asked him to show me what to do and he's promised he's going to do it. And so I can rest. And the time in between, between the request and the fulfillment, the request for wisdom and the receiving of the wisdom, I can rest. I can feel peace. I can feel calm because it's in his hands and he sees me. He knows me. He cares about me. He's at work in my circumstances. He he loves me and you can just kind of rest in that and honestly wisdom comes systematically we ask for wisdom about stuff and it just kind of unfolds more and more and more and you should journal these things you should write them down because uh it's it's helpful because again right now i read to you from stuff from my journal and if i hadn't written this down then i might not remember it that well and i don't want to forget this y'all so this is uh, just another facet of wisdom. I hope that it's encouraged you the way that it encouraged me because it really did encourage me and motivate me when the Lord showed me this. Just to be able to say, he's going to give me the answer. So even using the example of what do I need to talk about uh, on podcasts, I don't need to worry about that. He's going to give me what to say. So whatever you're worrying about, whatever you've got on your shoulders, whatever you need answers to, don't worry. Just come to the Lord and ask. He'll give you wisdom. He's promised. He's promised to do so. So I hope this has been encouraging to you guys, motivating, challenging, but really refreshing. I hope that you feel a breath of fresh air as a result of this and that you feel a little bit of the weight come off your shoulders as Jesus just says, give it to me. Give me that burden. Let me carry that. So guys, hope you're all doing well. Until next time, God bless you.